It's Monday in the octave of Easter. Welcome to today's Paschal Cast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. The custom of the Roman stations continues during this period of the Easter octave until next Sunday's observance of Low Sunday, also called Sunday in Albis, referring to the white garments of the newly baptized. Today it's also called Divine Mercy Sunday, and it's also called Thomas Sunday, in reference to the Gospel reading about the doubting apostle. The Roman stations after Easter have connections with the Mass formularies, and their choices seem to have been a way to reintroduce the newly baptized Roman Christian to the saints who were important to the Romans themselves. Today our Roman station is that little chapel on the Vatican Hill, St. Peter's Basilica. A liturgical octave is an eight-day period following and including the feast day. Theologically speaking, an octave anticipates the eternal bliss of heaven in which we will consider God in his glory. Think of it this way. God created the world in six days, and on the seventh, the Sabbath, he rested. This cycle of seven repeats itself while the world endures. The eighth day is therefore beyond the cycle of seven. It symbolizes an eternal state, the perfect, unending Sabbath of heaven. As a church, during the octave, perceived as a single continuous day, we imitate the hosts of heaven in their abiding contemplation. In a way, the church suspends time so that we can rest within the mystery we have celebrated while contemplating it from different angles. Perhaps you have gone to a museum and seen a magnificent statue such as Michelangelo's David in Florence. Glancing at it for a moment and walking away isn't quite enough. You want to spend more time. You look at it first from this direction, then another, and then you walk around it and see it from various points of view. Considering our human weakness, a single day per year does not suffice to gather in the different dimensions of the mystery of a great feast such as Easter. The octave allows us to reflect on this feast in different ways. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troadek The contemplation of the apparitions of Jesus risen from the dead is for us the source of a great joy and a profound peace. Peace is what the angel of the resurrection communicated to the holy women in banishing fear from their soul when they came to the sepulcher on Easter morning. Do not be afraid, he told them, for I know that you seek Jesus. As long as we are seeking Jesus, there is nothing to fear. As long as Jesus is truly at the heart of our life, of our aspirations, as long as it is he who presides over our decisions, and as long as we make him our confidant and our friend, there is nothing to fear. We can live in peace. The angel of the resurrection, therefore, settled the holy women in great peace. Our Lord himself communicated peace to his apostles gathered in the cenacle. The first word that he addresses to them on the evening of Easter in penetrating into the cenacle, though all the doors were closed, is that of Pax, peace be with you. He repeats it twice. On the lips of our Lord, this word is not a mere pious vow, a mere wish, but it is a word that is truly effective, that is to say, the apostles immediately experienced a profound and lasting peace in their soul. 
That is, moreover, one of the promises of the angels at the manger, peace to men of good will. Lord Jesus, in order to experience this peace, I wish from now on to remain carefully recollected in my prayers. I wish likewise to foster peace around me by good humor and a pleasant demeanor, in order one day to share thy happiness in the blessed eternity of heaven. <laughs>